In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Welcome back to the weekly anime performance review. The show where we review the performance of anime weekly. We are your three high-powered anime business executives. I am John, your Android CEO of Weebs. I am Chris, your human CEO of Tea Parties. And I'm Andrew, your CEO of sabotaging certain parts of the ceiling so they collapse at the most opportune time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is this is this more of the comedically timed falling rocks? No. <laughs> How else do you think I got rid of the queen? I think it was an accident. It's fair. Oh, wow. So you admit it. I've been sitting on this for so long, John. (laughs) Yeah, because the original plan was to wait till the end of the season, but then we all got bored of the bit. Yeah. So, John, what are we doing here today? Hi. Uh, Last episode, we finished up season three. Uh, We wrapped up all of our shows. So now it is time to select... This season's hires. We have a lot of resumes to go through. So we'll do our usual procedure of each getting to pick one and then polling you guys for which ones you want to see otherwise. So we're going to read through the summaries that have been provided to us and we will discuss them a little bit. So let's go ahead and start with Adachi and Shimamura. Uh, The second floor of the gym. This was where we always met. It was class time, but of course, there weren't any classes going on in a place like this. This is where Shimamura and I became friends. We hung out here, talking about TV shows and cooking, playing some ping pong. This is where we fostered our friendship. Keeping my head propped up against the wall, I let out a small sigh. What was this feeling? Yesterday, I dreamt of me and Shimamura kissing. Not that I'm like that. I'm sure Shimamura isn't either. It's not even something worth repeating myself about, but really, it's not like that. It's just that when she hears the word friend, I want her to think of me first. That's all. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I, I thought this was a gay show for a second there. I think it is. Um, John? I'm pretty sure it is. Are you, are you sure it's not? I, I Reading this, for some reason, I thought it was two dudes. I mean, it's, it's still it a gay show. Gay. Yeah, it is it's a gay show. It's just two females. I thought, it was a, I thought it was a male gay show. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's it's a Yuri show. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it's made by the same studio that made the quintessential quintuplets, if y'all are aware of that. Uh, who's that? Well, who did uh, that? Uh, uh, Tezuka Productions. Never heard of them. Yeah. Like, they, they also did Dororo, which... I know that one. That, oh, yeah. Why is there Dororo and also Dorohedero? It just it's confusing I to don't me. Know. My dumb brain. Uh, I don't really know what to make of this right now. It seems interesting yeah. enough, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I just Yeah. I just I'm, don't know enough about it to really And for the benefit of the audience, this time I have not done any prior research. I'm going purely off these summaries. I'm not going to look anything else up. I will say, the thing about this is that it's hard to know, 
because this is going to be a very emotional, at least I think it's going to try and be very emotional. It's hard to mm-hmm. know if it's going to be, or if it's just going to be crap. I think it's going to try to be a serious show. Whether I agree. Yeah. <laughs> just... yeah. And I think, I think if it works, I'd enjoy it. If it doesn't, it would be like a first kick. I agree. All right. So that's our first one. Next up is Akudama Drive. Uh, go ahead. Long ago, a war broke out in Japan that pitted Kanto against Kansai and divided the country. Kansai became dependent on Kanto, but slowly the police and government began losing control of Kansai to criminals known as Akudama. Did you pronounce it as Kanto just to get on my nerves? Uh, no, but I'll claim it. Because <laughs> we're not even talking about the Pokemon region now. We're talking about an actual place yeah. that's called Kanto. Kantai. Uh, that's a different. Said? That's a that's a boat game. Why are there like three Kanpai. different mobile games about collecting anime girls who are boats? Because, because boats, why wouldn't you? Yes, boats are cool, and anime girls are cool. Therefore, <laughs> um, okay, so speeds anime. Yeah. There, there's crime in Kansai. All right, it I looks have... very cyberpunky. Okay, Looking... okay, now you've gotten me into it. I don't, yeah, do, don't, don't quote me on that. But yeah. that's what the trailer looks like. Hopefully, it's actually cyberpunk and not just the aesthetic of cyberpunk. Yes, uh, it's made by the same. Studio that made Tokyo Ghoul, Naruto, and Bleach. Studio Piero? Yeah. Um, okay. So. Well, if it's an action thing, they yeah. can certainly do action animation. Mm hmm. I know they're, I think they're at least, they at least make popular stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally have a distaste for Naruto, but it's not anything the animators did. Yeah. yeah like, I personally I haven't seen anything they made, but I have at least heard of it but again again about this show i don't there's not a whole lot to go off of don't they also make black clover yes Mm. i've seen a bit of that which apparently is good i remember when it first came out everybody was chat on it but now people like it i guess from yeah this isn't about black clover. No, it isn't. So I'll save that for another time. <laughs> Welcome to our black clover OVA. Surprise! You Surprise. were supposed to watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three years. Next up on the list is Assault Lily Bouquet, Andrew. In the near future, humanity faces imminent destruction from mysterious creatures known as Huge. <laughs> the whole world, <laughs> the world wages war against the Huge and develops the anti-weapon Charm, or counter huge arms, by combining science and magic. Charm works more effectively when used by teenage girls, of course, and those who use the weapons are revered as lilies. The lilies are trained as mil- at military academies called gardens, which also serve as bases to protect and advise people. This is a story about girls who aim to become lilies so they can protect Earth. Uh, I mean, I feel like... You you know what it's about. <laughs> this sounds like the plot of an this sounds like the plot of an anime that characters would like watch on TV within a show. Like, if that makes sense. 
Does it make sense? I don't know. Is this tagged etchy? I don't think so. It's tagged action, magic, and fantasy. Okay. Uh, just by the, by the name of the anti-weapon charm, I was like, huh, sounds kind of <laughs> etchy, but I guess not. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking of that uh, H, that Heroes show that was last yeah, season. Probably. Uh, which was like, you, you gotta fucking use boners to defeat the space aliens. <laughs> I mean, hey. We didn't watch that show, so we have no idea if it was good or not. Humans already proven that they'll fuck anything, so. Wasn't that basically the point of Ishizokan reviewers? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hi, we're not talking about the show right now. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I feel like um, this is about as positive as we can get about the show without seeing it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds achingly generic. Mm-hmm. But it's made by Shaft. And they, okay. they're pretty good at their what they do. Yeah, but what did they do? Monogatari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you and your monogat. I'm kidding. I don't really. Like even even outside of like the etchy side, it's still beautifully animated. Oh yeah, it is. It's just normally. Yeah, like say, boring. say what you will about the toothbrushing scene, it looks fantastic. Like from an animation uh, person. Put, a, put an asterisk <laughs> next to that statement. <laughs> yeah. Asterisk. Are you, oh, we're talking a... about animation? Oh, no, there's shit at that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, we don't get shafted on this one if we have to watch it. <laughs> next up is By the Grace of Gods. Uh, Ryoma Takabayashi dies in his sleep at the age of 39 after leaving a life of misfortune. Taking pity on him, three deities offer him the chance to reincarnate in a world of magic where he has only one mission, to be himself and enjoy life. They bestow upon Ryoma powerful physical abilities as well as the affinity to master all elements and promise to watch over him. His new life as a young child officially starts when he is teleported into a forest. <sighs> three years go by. Having spent most of his time researching slimes, Ryoma has managed to evolve unique kinds of slimes, training an army of them while developing his magic abilities. Although the young boy is happy with his hermit existence and comfortable cave home, he somewhat misses the company of humans. But after healing an injured member of a passing group of travelers from a duke's household, Ryoma is persuaded to go with him and exit the forest accompanied by his menagerie of slimes. A whole new world awaits him, where his skills as a magic user and slime tamer continue to elicit surprise and admiration. Okay... And they 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 said uh, they said right there in the summary he's OP as fuck and everyone loves him, so yeah. he checks all the boxes. This reminds me of that time I was reincarnated as a slime. Yeah, except he's not a slime; he just tames yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. We're like it's it's more about just going and having fun in a new world, and like yeah, there's challenges, but it's more about just hey, let's all get along. That's kind of what I get to is that it's yeah. not he is gonna save the day. It's he's just gonna have some fun. Yeah, well, like he's gonna save the day, but it's less about him saving the day. Yeah. The one weird thing is that it's like, why did they reincarnate the forty-year-old guy as a kid? Like that's weird, right? I mean, that's like that's how reincarnation usually works. Well, reincarnation normally it's a baby, but I think well, think of, think about bookworm. Like she got reincarnated. She was like late tw- oh, mid 20s and they got reincarnated as like a five-year-old okay in bookworm it's implied that she lived as mine and then one day awoken as her 
Yes. Similar yeah. to Katarina in um, Villainous. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Villainous, best isekai that's not Konosuba. <laughs> but that's for another day. Do I like Villainous more than I like Konosuba? <laughs> I might have. Fair enough. Uh, lots of tea and cookies in that show. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, but speaking of Visa Guy, we're talking about By the Grace of Gods. Are we, though? Eh. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, I think it'd be fun to watch a couple episodes, but... Maybe for you. I'm not, I don't, I don't want, I'm not looking forward to watching this one if it gets picked. Uh, next up on the list is Dragon Quest, Dai's Great Adventure, or Dai no Daipoken in Japanese, because I just know this one off the top of my head. Whose turn is it to read? Mine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, there was a valiant swordsman who came to be known simply as the hero. There was a demon who has caused people suffering. The hero and his companions arrived to challenge the demon to a battle. And by combining their powers, the battle was brought swift conclusion. With no one around to cause trouble, the island became a quiet place where everyone could live together in peace. Several years later, the demon is revived. Our present-day protagonist, Dai, lives on a remote island in the southern seas and dreams of becoming a great hero. When he hears about the demon's revival, Dai and his friends take it upon themselves to stop him and the evil force they revi that revived him. Along the way, Dai discovers the identity of the hero, the truth behind the evil force who revived the demon, and Dai's own hidden powers that surface in times of peril. Okay, so I think this is mostly an adaptation of Dragon Quest Three, and it was it's it was in Shonen Jump in like the eighties, but now it's an anime. Yeah, I think, after years. <laughs> I think it might be the second time it's been adapted. Okay. Well, uh, this that you could that's basically the plot of every Dragon Quest game. Not that I'm complaining. I'll say oddly enough, looking at the trailer, it looks like it's from the eighties, or like okay. the early Pokemon era. Yeah, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Yeah, but it, it looks super clean, so it's obvious. I mean, it's obviously modern, but it it has that art style too. Oh yeah, I I just looked at it. Does look cool. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's definitely Dragon Quest three boy. Okay, <laughs> I never played Dragon Quest. You should. It's fun. It's like the most basic like JRPG ever. Yeah. Like if you if you if you won't like it if you don't like like really pure just JRPG stuff. I don't know. Honestly, it's not a genre that I've gotten into, but I don't know if it's a genre I wouldn't like. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's difficult to say. The big issue with JRPGs is length. Yes. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to this one. I think it, I think it might be cool. I like Dragon Quest. Next up is Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. Fourth Dormity of the Rat production, commonly known as Nezumi So. So? I don't know. I can't read. The place where dropout idol girls live, the former child actor Sakino Roko, musician Nikuki, Nuki Hayu, and model Meharan Ina Sakura Ino. Why do we get so many names? Always dreamed of becoming an idol, moves in at the same time the decision is made to demolish the, demolish the dormitory. Due to the project launched by the manager Kajina Hoho, Ochikobore Fruit Tart. Occupants of the dormitory form a new adult group called Fruit Tart and start their activities in order to repay 100 million yen debt. <laughs> Animal Crossing, but make it an idol anime. <laughs> idol Crossing. Idol <laughs> I, I I hate how much I love that. <laughs> 
Did we watch? No, we watched Zombie Land Saga before we started the show. Yeah, that's from. I think it'll be two years old this year. That's my only experience with idol anime, but <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. And this one seems like it's a fun premise too. It's not just kind of. Well, it's still kind of a little bit of the idol anime premise of it's like, oh, we got to be idols or some bad thing will happen. But it's a bit different. Sounds like they might be a little older or or not. I don't know. They're not that old. They look like 13-ish is pushing it. 12, maybe. I don't think any anime character actually looks how old they are. That's fair. They're kids. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's made by uh, Studio Feel, who also did um, the a recent uh, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. And they also did Hinamatsuri, if anyone out there remembers Ooh. that. Okay. All right. That was a good show. All right. Next up uh, is Hypnosis Mike, Division Rap Battle. Uh in a world where women now dominate the government, hot, the creation and use of weapons is strictly forbidden. However, by no means has conflict been brought to an end. Instead of weapons, war is wage war is wage with words. War is waged with words. With the power of the hypnosis mic, lyrics can affect one's opponent in various ways and cause real damage. Those in the divisions outside the women only chuo ward thus use it for fierce rap battles as their weapon in the constant clash for territory. <laughs> and I will say, you may think this is woman rapping wrong. All the characters are guys, it looks like. Yep. Wait, so it's a bunch of dudes. Uh... Because they're outside of the woman only, like. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> it actually does sound pretty cool, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> rapping to win gang wars, except the, the literal rapping is the literal weapon in the gang war. Yes, the only problem is, is it going to be like listeners? What, where it's bad? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find out. That I mean, I true. think the, the, that music is way more central to this show's premise than listeners, honestly. Yeah, I'll agree. Of course, the summary of listeners made it sound like it was a lot more about music than it actually wound up being. Yes. At least that we saw. Yeah. I, I can't speak for all of it, but... Yeah. So, uh, that is that one. Next up on the list is I'm Standing on One Million Lives. Uh, Yotsuya y Yusuke, along with his classmate Shindo Iyu and Hakozaki Kusue, have been transported to a strange and unknown world inhabited by mythological creatures. As soon as they arrive... They meet somebody calling himself the Game Master, who then grants them a time-limited quest. To aid them in this quest, he also bestows Shindo and Hakozaki with the roles of a magician and a warrior, while Yotsuya is randomly granted the role of... a farmer? This is how a hectic life of adventuring began for three students, who now have no choice but to complete random quests for several phases in the fantasy world if they want to stay alive and protect the real world from the demons and monsters they encounter. So it sounds like a slightly more tabletop-focused isekai. <laughs> I don't think it's tabletop, I think it's more video game-looking. I guess just the use of the term Game Master makes me think that. 
Well, Game Master is also like a mod or admin for an MMO server. Okay. Or people who watch you when you do an escape room. Also, um, it's we've gotten to the point where I got reincarnated as something shitty instead of a cool thing is now a dead trope as well. But not only that, I got reincarnated as something shitty, but I made something cool out of it. Like yeah. that's <laughs> Well, I feel like this is less like I feel like it's gonna be all three of them and one of them just happens to have a shitty role. Yeah, that's true. Because it is about it, it is about all three of them, that's right. Yeah. At least that's how it sounds. I think the main character is the farmer, but yes. Yeah. He just serves them cabbages that give them like a hundred times buff. Yeah. I mean, that would be good. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's it's impossible to get my hopes up for an isekai at this point. <laughs> uh, next up on the list is Ikebukuro Westgate Park. Primarin Ikebukuro is a haven for violent gangs, the Yakuza and home to Makoto Majima to protect his friends, this charismatic troubleshooter meditates disputes among the warring factions, even fixing problems the police can't. But when a rising tide of violence results in Makoto losing a loved one, can he ride out the storm, or will he drown in all the spo- spilled blood that fills his fl- floods his streets? I got there. Uh, sounds kind of edgy. I think it, it looks interesting. Is it like a noir thing, kind of? No... What you watch? You said you watch. Did you watch the PV for this? No, I just clicked through it. Okay. Literally, what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah it it doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look like it stands out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, this the this is made by a studio frequently featured on the show Doga Koba Kobo. Really. Which has previously made uh. Uh, sing yesterday for me and i believe asteroids in love as well yeah. as new game uh, so they might be trying to go with the emotional side of gangs if that makes or sense like, just, or they're trying to branch out that's yeah. fair that's fair i don't think it's going to be that action focused yeah if it's talking about a guy trying to meditate disputes you know yeah, i feel like it's probably going to be more mental games and maybe the occasional action episode when it's like oh yeah we can't stop this yeah oh yeah all right next up on the list is iwakakeru sport climbing girls Konomi kasahara a junior high school girl has made a big name after winning numerous puzzle game tournaments the story begins when she finds a sports climbing club in her high school. Using special skills other than that of puzzle games, Kasahara becomes fascinated with climbing. Um, That's kind of a weird setup, but sure. <laughs> this one looks hot. Oh, does it? Okay, Chris. You, I mean, have you not seen anything about it? Yeah, no, I have seen the poster for this one now that I think about it. Yeah. I, I think Giga tweeted about it because, of course, he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's it's one of those it's like it you know if it's good it'll be what that baseball thing we watched was trying to be yeah yeah will this was be it? the sports anime that makes it to the end i'm sorry the, the what anime the um tamayomi that we watched i think two seasons ago oh you mean the sprots anime all right so this could be a good sports anime we'll see 
Yeah, I'm I'm at least interested in it, and we'll yeah. probably watch it regardless of if it's picked. But, mm, oh, you will. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, we will. Are you no, sure? I'm, I'm gonna force you to watch it. All right. Next up is Jujutsu Kaisen. In a world where demons feed on unsuspecting humans, fragments of the legendary and feared demon Ryumin Sukuna were lost and scattered about. Should any demon consume Sukuna's body parts, the power they gain could destroy the world as we know it. Fortunately, there exists a mysterious school of Jujutsu sorcerers who exist to protect the precarious existence of the living from the undead. Yuji Itadori is a is a high schooler who spends his days visiting his bedridden grandfather. Although he looks like your average teenager, his immense physical strength is something to behold. Every sports club wants him to join, but Itadori would rather hang out with the school outcasts in the occult club. One day, the club manages to get their hands on a sealed cursed object, but little do they know the terror they'll unleash when they break the seal. It sounds like... something yeah yeah i think it seems very i think it's gonna be very much um action focused shonen actiony yeah yeah it sounds like a bit of shin megami tensei in there for good measure more persona Persona is Shin Megami Tensei. But more the Persona side of Shin mm. Megami Tensei. That's fair. Looks very much like these kids have to defeat some sort of evil that they yeah. weren't necessarily prepared for. Mm-hmm. Which could be cool. Like, you know. Yeah. And it looks pretty smooth, animated and all that. Yeah, It's the same studio that did God of High School. Okay. And Zombieland Saga. Ooh. All right. Uh, next up is King's Raid. Ishio Sugumono Tachi. Hold on. Is this what? based off the app? Isn't this a sequel to something? The, uh, there was King's Game a couple years back. Because didn't we like make fun of... Didn't we dunk on some show that was in one of these hiring episodes for having a character called Kyle in a fantasy anime? We did. I think that was a different premise entirely. <laughs> Isn't King's Raid an app? Uh, I mean, anime based on mobile games are nothing new at this point. Because I think it is based off of the game. But I don't know. All right, Andrew, um, do the anyways, honors yes, for us. Yes. It's been 100 years since King Kyle buried Ang Mundo. Now, in a time of peace, the Apprentice Knight Castle enjoys his life without worry. His fate begins to change, however, with news of demon appearances infesting the neighborhood. Guided by a wise man, Castle finds friends he can rely on and sets off on his mission to seek a holy sword capable of slaying his newfound enemies. Okay, why would we watch this when <laughs> Die's Great Adventure is right there? Because we love the app, John. Do we? We love it. I, I think... No, I've never played it. <laughs> I was about to ask if this is a uh, Otome game. I think... No, it's not. Are you um, fishing for a sponsorship, Andrew? I mean, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I think this was a game that I downloaded, and then it wouldn't load, so I'm like, okay, fuck it, delete it. 
<laughs> wow, what a glowing endorsement. Yeah. It's not like that's um something that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, this is what I think it is, yeah. There's so many ads for this. <laughs> so many. Is it one of those apps with like really weird ads? Not really. I don't think so. The anime ones are pretty good about being normal. Yeah. Or at least what the game is about. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks very generic. But it is um it is my type of generic, so we'll see. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Just like Demon King was or whatever it was called. Yeah, Demon Misfit at Demon King Academy, yeah. Yeah. I, I immediately forget every title of anime that I didn't immediately love. Well, you know, I know a title you'll love. Next up on the list is Kuma 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 Bear. Bear, bear four times. Bear, bear squared squared. <laughs> that's not, that's not, wait, that is squared squared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, John, you can math. Well, it depends. <laughs> is the squared uh, the part that's good squared or do you square it and then square that? 15-year-old Yuna prefers staying home and obsessively playing her favorite VR MMO to doing anything else, including going to school. When a strange new update gives her a one-of-a-kind bear outfit that comes with overpowered abilities, Yuna is torn. The outfit is unbearably cute, but too embarrassing to wear in-game. But then she suddenly finds herself transported into the world of the game, facing down monsters and magic for real, and the bear suit becomes the best weapon she has. So, like I'll say, this anime looks cute, but, like... That's all it got going. It reminds me of, um... Bofuri? Bofuri. Bofuri's nuts. <laughs> what else are you supposed to think of when you say that? Yeah, like... Yeah. Where it looks like it's just gonna be, like, a cute... Exploring this VR MMO. With, like, some gimmick to it. It reminds me of the game they're making in the second season of New Game. That, too. Oh, so she's actually transported in there? Um, so it seems like there's something on the line, you know, but whatever. Maybe. Some people, like, there's some anime where, like, they get transported in the game, like, ah, eh, fuck it, we live here yeah, now. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like it's going to be a... No. Sword no. Art Online death game horror. It's just Definitely. like, oops, we're in another world now. Oops, all isekai. Shwoopsie. Oh, it's the same studio that made Assassin's Pride. Andrew loves that one. I don't... <laughs> the only reason I finished that one was because I was like, eh, I'm this far in. Next up on our list is Love Live. Nijigasaki Gakuen School Idol Dokokai. Uh... Nijigasaki High School is located in Odaiba, Tokyo. The school is popular due to its free school style and diverse majors. The story centers on the members of school idol of a school idol club in Nijigasaki and their attempt to prevent the club from being abolished. What do you know? It's a Love Live anime. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen any Love Live, but I've been assured by a source that I trust that it is not you do not it is not going to require previous source material to enjoy yes it's in the separate part of the love live timeline <laughs> it's an alternate <laughs> timeline 
<laughs> like like Gundam. Like Gundam has 30 timelines. Love Live is the new Gundam. I mean, it kind of is, though. <laughs> like, not even a meme. Like, I mean, that kind of stuff is the new Gundam. The type of thing where, like, it's its own genre, but it's the name of the genre as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, Love Live is not the only idle anime game in town. No, but it's definitely um, the front runner. Or the most common. I don't even know if that's true, but... It's the most common, right? I don't know. I'd say it's... Unless they're just the same game and I don't know it, I think it's between that and Bang. That's fair. Yeah, well, Bang technically isn't an idle anime because they don't they don't sing, they play instruments. Yeah. Well, but they also sing. <laughs> they don't sing, they play instruments. And sing. <laughs> but unless they Shut up. dance and yeah. sing, right? Yeah. Totally different, totally different. Yeah, it'd be... I think I'd be interested in watching it. I don't know if it's like top pick for me. Yeah, I think about the same way. I no. Uh, next up on the list is my setsu opening act. Andrew, would you do the honors? All right. The anime centers on four girls at the full bloom of their youth, working hard to achieve their dream as as they struggle valiantly. In Japanese entertainment, Mai Setsu, exclamation point, first to an introductory talk or explanation addressed to the audience before the broadcast of television programs, usually performed by assistant directors and particularly comedians in variety or comedy shows. Okay. That's all I we think, get? I think Sounds like it's like anime Muppets, maybe, where it's like a bunch of different interconnected things. Anime Muppets? Where like it's, it's more of like sketch comedy. Okay. But anime instead of puppets. <laughs> maybe I, I, it's about the production of a sketch comedy. Okay. That'd be kind of cool if it was about like a... About like... that. that, that it, if it was about a production of a sketch comedy, wouldn't it just be like anime 30 rock? Yeah. <laughs> that is what it looks like. Yeah. Okay. That sounds kind of cool, actually. I mean, it's anime, so you know, they're in like middle school, but... <laughs> but they're still working for NBC or whoever makes Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live is for du- for boomers. I don't pay attention to it. And of course, it's an all female cast because it's anime. Of course, it is. Of course, just like this, all- just like the uh, development studio in uh, in New Game is all female. And you know what? Good for them. Although that one is like in universe intentionally all female. Yes. <laughs> because the boss of the studio is a perverted lesbian. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, watch New Game. New Game's pretty good. Y'all literally never talked about it <laughs> until today. Well, it's come up a lot tonight. Deal it's with the, so it's the many new times. Drama. Andrew, go watch New Game. Uh, next up on the list is Magatsu Vahite. Two young people living in the Vahite Empire are planning to relocate to the capital city. The shy Inumail, who works as a transporter and left his beloved sister behind at his parents' house, and Leo Cadio, a naive new soldier of the Empire who spends his days in the Imperial City thinking of his future as a soldier. He's already a soldier. <laughs> in the Empire, countless human beings were once extinguished from the world. The return of the light, the disaster that summoned a ferocious monster into the world, is predicted. And the remaining human, <laughs> and the remaining human spirits are devastated. Meanwhile, the fate of Inumail... Uh, 
Leocadio and the history of the Empire will change drastically as a result of one weapon smuggling incident. Okay. <laughs> I like anime's fake German that it does all the time. But this one actually sounds kind of interesting to me. It, it sounds generic, but still, something about it draws me to it. Yeah, I think it seems like it'll be a fun ride. A wild fun ride. Yeah. Yeah, seems cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, it looks just it looks interesting. All right. Next up on the list is Moriarty the Patriot. In the late 19th century, the British Empire has become a global power. Due to the strict class stratification, the average citizen has little chance of successfully rising up the, to the top where the despicable nobility rules over them all. William James Moriarty, the second son of the Moriarty household, is a young mathematics professor who has displayed great cunning and intellect since he was a child. Along with his brothers, Albert and Lewis, he lives the simple life of a noble. Outside of school, William is a well-known private consultant, willing to solve the problems of anyone in need. However, his gentle demeanor belies his position as the head of a group prepared to wreak havoc in pursuit of its desire. A new world, built from the ashes of the old. Uh, Yukiko no Moriarty puts a new spin on Arthur Conan Doyle's original work by putting the spotlight on its main antagonist and exploring how he became to be the first and only criminal consultant. Okay, so it's Moriarty, but he's the good guy and a socialist. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Moriarty, but he's the main character. Oh, okay. That's disappointing. I mean, he could he could be portrayed as a good guy. I think he's trying to not necessarily be a good guy, but he's trying to do the right thing for society. Even if it means... I don't know. They started with all the class stuff, so I'm thinking, is like he's going to be a class traitor or something? I think what this is probably going to be is... Because it looks like it's going to be his journey to becoming the main antagonist. And it's going to be, he starts this with good intentions. And it's going to be him continually compromising himself to reach his goal. And he just becomes a villain. Maybe. I think it's very much going to say that like sometimes the right thing is the wrong thing uh next up on the list is muno nanana <laughs> andrew <laughs> it is the year 20xx earth was assaulted by monsters that would come to be known as the enemy of humanity in order to deal with this threat special schools composed of teenagers with extraordinary abilities were formed these people who became to know as the talented had abilities that could defy the rules of reality. Among these people with supernatural powers, oh gosh, I scrolled, was an outlier, an individual who was sent to one of these schools despite having no innate special abilities whatsoever. This is the story of our protagonist, who attempts to defeat the enemies of humanity through the use of intelligence and manipulation alone. Um. Well. I wouldn't hate it. I just like that it starts with, it is the year 20XX, which makes you think of Mega Man. Or that one Melee meme. Is it weird that I feel like this is trying to be kind of like My Hero Academia? No, I don't think so. I think 
Yeah. What this looks like is that it's going to try to be your typical shonen, but psychological instead of like punching. Yeah, I can see that. Like more in the site on the mind games of it than just being the best. More of using strategy to win than using power. But do we want to take bets on the chance that the kid is like already perfect at strategy and nobody ever outwits him ever? He doesn't like learn to be strategy, he just is. Well, I mean just because he's good at strategy doesn't mean he's going to doesn't mean that it can't be interesting. Cuz otherwise JoJo wouldn't be good. <laughs> JoJo is good because it's so dumb and weird. Next up on the list is Noblesse. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, it is. Razel wakes <laughs> Razel. <laughs> Razel awakens from his 820 year slumber. He holds the special title of Noblesse, which is a pure-blooded noble and protector of all other nobles. In an attempt to protect Raziel, uh, his servant Frankenstein <laughs> enrolls him at Yiran High School, where Razel learns the simple and quotidian routines of the human world through his classmates. However, the Union, a mighty secret organization with strings around the globe and a goal to rule the world, dispatches modified humans and gradually encroaches on Razel's life progressively. Gradually and progressively, also in one sentence, which causes him to wield his mighty power to protect those around him. After 820 years of intrigue, the secrets behind his slumber are finally revealed, and Razel's absolute protection as the noblesse begins. Okay, so like this actually looks great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, the, I think it's the third of the three um, web web mo- uh, web comics that are being adapted. That makes sense because like I've seen this before. Like, along with Tower of God and God of High School. But, like, I mean, like, this actually looks like... This sounds, like, great. I think it'd be fun. Is it, like, on Earth, or is it a fantasy world? It's on Earth. Is it, like, actual Dr. Frankenstein? No, I don't think so. It might be supposed to be Frankenstein's monster, but I'm not sure. I mean, it's hard to say. It's an anime, so it's just a hot guy. Like that feel when there's never actually been a good adaptation of Frankenstein. So you guys think this one sounds good? I think it sounds legitimately. Yes. Okay. Do you not? I don't really know what to make of it. If I'm being totally honest, what it sounds like what happened was you read Rizal and couldn't stop laughing for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll say I like the um. Thing of super powered person just wants to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was so funny to me. I'm sorry. Uh, next up on the list is Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. Indiana Jones? Chris, go ahead for us. A great war has raged for years between the scientifically advanced empire and Nebulous, the realm of the witches until the youngest knight ever to receive the title of the Empire's Strongest meets the princess of the rival nation. Though they are sworn enemies, the knight is taken by her beauty and dignity, and the princess is moved by his strength and way of life. Will the fighting between them ever be allowed to end? Two houses, equal in dignity and all that and whatnot. It's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. 
Tale as old as time. Everything is Romeo and Juliet. It's like Kanokari and Romeo and Juliet are the two stories the dinosaurs had. Um, I don't. It sounds okay. <laughs> kind of reminds me of <laughs> if it if kind of reminds me of the No Game No Life movie of all things. I disagree. Just I this, I'm just literally going by summaries here. Remember, that's fair. I'm handicapping myself here. But I don't necessarily know if I'd agree with that. Okay. Because in the No Game No Life movie, it was a bunch of different factions. Yeah, that's true. This is a one and two thing. Yeah. This looks very action focused, not going to lie. Okay, interesting. I didn't get that impression from the summary, but all right. Next up on the list is Rail Romanesque. Sure. Set in Hinomoto, a fictional version of Japan, where for a long time railway travel served as the most important form of transport. Each locomotive was paired with the humanoid control module, so-called Rail Lord, that aided the train operator. However, many rail lines had been discontinued due to the rising popularity of aerocraft, a safe and convenient aerial mode of transport. As such, their company railroads also went into a deep sleep. So Tetsu had lost his entire family in a rail accident and was adopted into the Migita household, which runs a Soshu brewery in the city of Ohitoyo. He returned to his hometown to save it from the potential water pollution that would occur if they accepted the proposal to build an aircraft factory nearby. He woke up the railroad Hachiroku. Hachiroku, yes, by accident became her owner. For different purposes, they agreed to help her find to help find her lost locomotive with the help of his stepsister Hibiki, the town's mayor and local railway chef Paulette, and others. Oh, chief, not chef. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> local railway chef. I mean, trains did have chefs on them back in the olden times. Um. <laughs> So it's trains, but they're powered by people instead of by coal. Yep. Except the people are the trains. Like it's oh a weird spirit thing, I think. Like from okay. There's no so he's so he's got this like human girl with him that he's trying to find the locomotive that she's supposed to be part of. Yes. yes. I think she's ambiguously human. Yeah. It's a cool title. It's based off a visual novel, apparently. Okay. Uh, train Girls. All right. Interesting. Next up is Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Shh. Princess Cialis once is trying to get a good night's sleep. Some shut-eye. Forty winks. Catch some Zs. Long ago, in olden times, when people and demons lived together well in well... Disharmony, really. A demon king kidnaps a human princess and imprisons her in his castle. Bereft, the princess's subjects beat their chests in anguish until her hero arises to spearhead Project Rescue Our Princess. While waiting for her knight in shining armor, what's an imprisoned princess to do? Teddy bear guards with bat wings are all very well, but her dungeon cell is boring. So he decides to while away the long hours by sleeping. Now, if only she could get suffer, get com. Now, if only she could get comfortable and didn't suffer from insomnia. <laughs> Okay. Sounds this just sounds like kind of a gag anime. This one's another Doga Kobo. Always with the Doga Kobos. I don't know. It sounds alright. 
It would be I think it'd be fun for a couple weeks. Yeah. It doesn't really sound like something we would get all the way to the end with, but it'd be fun to watch for a while. Uh, do you, Andrew, do you have anything to say about this one? Not really. <laughs> All right. Next up on the list is Sorry Daki Ganek. Set in a convenience store that seems to be everywhere, though the appearance of a convenience store clerk who does not talk properly, while raising problems with the way of modern communication, we will approach the secret of the mysterious hero Muto. Wait, when they say a convenience store that seems to be everywhere... I think it's like a teleporting convenience store. Okay, because like that could mean either like it's like connected to all worlds, or it's just like a quick trip, and there's one in every corner. I think it means the first one. Yeah, where there's no that's set more location. interesting. Like it, it's just everywhere. Yeah, I think what it see what it sounds like it's going to be is a monster of the week show that just kind of pops up every. Where it's kind of like Doctor Who, where the convenience store moves from place to place. I think Monster of the Week isn't quite the right thing, because I think it's about... I think it's going to be very character-focused and, like, not Monster of the Week, but, like, solving a problem that someone might that comes in might have or something. It's only in the mystery genre, so it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Well, the mystery part makes me feel like it's a bit more monster of the week than just someone comes in with a problem. That's fair. And plus, the art looks a bit more sinister than just your friendly neighborhood convenience store slice of life. It's a gothic convenience store. And it's more like a... I don't know what the proper word is, but like the type of horror that's like those... There's a podcast that's about a radio show that's set somewhere where, like, just, like, cryptid horror, whatever that would be. Urban horror? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. But you mean Welcome to Night Vale? Maybe. I don't know what you call that kind of horror. It still just sounds like it would be Monster of the Week. Yeah. Yes, but, like, what's the horror genre of it? I don't know. Monster of the Week. <laughs> that's... That is a genre. Yeah. Well... <laughs> oh. But the monster, like monster of the week, can be many different things, because Doctor Who is very sci-fi, and this isn't. Yeah. Well, monster of the week is more. It's some kind of big issue every week that they have to solve, and there might be a. Yes, but that's over- not a horror genre. That is a show genre. I would say it's a horror genre. Yeah. Okay. Or it can be. Yeah. Sure, I'm going to disagree, but we're not going to get anywhere with this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up on the list is Taiso Samurai. Andrew? Year 2002. Japan's gymnastics world was once strong. Former Japanese representative Shotaru Aragaki, 29 who devoted his time to gymnastics, was unable to perform as expected. Even so, after training on a daily basis, his coach Amakusa recommends Shotaru to retire. However, the fate of the Aragaki family will change significantly due to a certain encounter. It's a uh, Japanese sprouts anime, I think. So sprouts anime. <laughs> well, I said Japanese. I meant gymnastics. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Why is it in 2002? I don't is this know. about real people? I don't uh, think so. Maybe. And what's the encounter with? Um, I think aliens. He adopts a girl or something. Oh, no aliens. I don't know if he adopts, but it, it there's a little girl in it. I don't know why I thought it was aliens. I don't know why that's what my brain went to. I don't either. Because it's anime. <laughs> Aliens aren't a huge thing in anime. Like, they're in quite a few of them, but they're not like... I would say they are. If I said there was an encounter in an anime, I wouldn't think aliens. Listen, my brain is stupid and thinks about aliens sometimes. But it doesn't sound like it's that kind of show. Now that I'm... Now that I'm being more honest with myself. It sounds like almost a drama, maybe. A little bit, I think. Strange title. <laughs> Next up on the list is The Day I Became God. <laughs> At the end of the last summer vacation of high school, Yota Narukami spends his days preparing for the university entrance exams when a young girl named Hina suddenly appears, proclaiming himself as the god of omniscience. Yota is confused and does not believe Hina when she tells him the world will end in 30 days. After witnessing Hina's godlike pr- predictive ability, Yota begins to believe in her powers are real. I believe her powers are real, excuse me. Hina, who is innocent and childlike despite her supernatural powers, decides for some reason to stay at Yota's, Yota's home. Thus begins the start of their lively summer before the end of the world. Damn. This sounds like a movie almost. This sounds like an anime movie. In a good way. Uh, I think it sounds kind of neat. Sounds nice, actually. Even though it's about the end of the world. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah. I think it's just people having fun. That's what it's supposed to be. Well, there's also this overhanging dread of, oh god. Or not, or maybe they just like being happy with what they have left. That's fair. I could also see it being a bit of like where they're trying to stop the end of the world, yeah. too. And the way to stop the end of the world is to hang out and drink tea and eat cookies or something. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it could be. You don't know. You've never stopped the end of the world. That is false, but okay. When did you stop the end of the world? Can't tell you. I don't believe you then. Okay. That's not my burden to bear. Next up is The Journey of Elena. Uh, Once upon a time, there was a witch named Elena who set off on a journey across the world. Along the way, she would meet all kinds of people, from a country full of witches to a giant in love with his own muscles. But with each meeting, Elena would become a smaller part of their story, and her own world would get a bit, little bit bigger. Um, sounds, it kind of reminds me of Somali and the forest spirit a little bit. A little bit, except yeah. the forest spirit. <laughs> no forest spirit, just the Somali, just except the I don't think yes. she's that young. Well, it looks like, no, she has, looks like she has a friend that goes with her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she might pick up a couple other friends, but... It looks like it would be... 
kind of fun to watch. Sounds maybe more comedic than Somali. Yeah. Uh, but just based on that, uh, based on the giant in love with his own muscles. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I could see that in Somali. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that sounds nice. Next up on the list is Tonica, Over the Moon for You. Andrew? Having grown up ridiculed for his bizarre name, Naza Yuzaki strives to be remembered for something more. Fortunately, it seems he's on the right path, ranking first in the nation's mock exams and set to enter his high school of choice. However, everything changes in a single night when he notices a girl across the street on his way home. Enraptured by her overwhelming cuteness, it's love at the first sight for Nasa. But in his infatuated days, he fails to notice the approaching danger speeding down the road and finds himself at death's door. Barely alive thanks to the girl's intervention, Nasa mutter- musters the courage to confess his love to her, fearing she might otherwise vanish from his life. She accepts his proposal on one condition, marriage, to which Nasa gladly agrees before passing out from his injuries. Upon waking, however, the girl is nowhere to be found. After recovering from his injuries, Nasa tosses his previous ambitions aside and dedicates his life to finding the girl that captured his heart. Yet several years passed to no avail, but one night, when an unexpected visitor comes knocking on his door, Nasa finds himself facing a woman that would forever change his world. His wife. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like another kind of neat dramatic, dramatic comedy dramedy. romance. Yeah, dramedy romance. Of course, it might not be a comedy. I don't know. I'm just I mean, comedy, romance, shonen. Okay, then yes. The shonen? Mm. Shonen. I know. Shonen is more broad than we typically think of, I think. That's when fair. most people say shonen, they mean battle shonen. Because it also might just mean it was originally in Shonen Jump. Or any other shonen magazine. I don't know. It sounds interesting. Next up on the list is Warlords of Sigdrifa. Uh, the pillars suddenly appeared above Earth, threatening all life. A god who called himself Odin came to the aid of humanity as it was driven to near-complete defeat. To counter the pillars, Odin declared a counterattack by bequeathing humanity with the battle maidens Valkyries and the hero craft as their wings. Several years later, the battle between humanity and the pillars rages on, with men supporting the Valkyries as they soar through the treacherous skies to save the world. Japan is no exception. Three Valkyries confront the giant pillar living over sacred Mount Fuji. Each Valkyrie is skilled, but each also has issues. And now an ace pilot has arrived from Europe. Now is the time to fight back humanity. The day of reckoning has arrived. The time of Ragnarok draws nears. Okay, so it's Norse mythology, but in Japan. Interesting. I don't really remember pillars being involved in the story of Ragnarok, but sure. If it helps, it looks like the Valkyries are um, junior high girls. Of course, always. I don't know, that could also be high school girls in anime. It could be, that's fair. I'll give you that. But yeah, that's, yep. It's one of those. It looks like, yeah. I feel like everything about it's there. <clears throat> yeah. It's, I mean, it's something. Next up is When They Cry. New kid Keiichi Maibara is settling into his new home of peaceful Hinamizawa village. 
Making quick friends with the girls from his school, he's arrived in time for the big festival of the year. But something about this isolated town seems off, and his feelings of dread continue to grow. With a gnawing fear that he's right, what dark secrets could this small community be hiding? I've definitely heard of When They Cry Before. It's adapted from a visual novel. Yeah, I think this is also a... Yeah, like this is a remake of the anime. Yeah, there was an anime before. Yeah. Uh, I What I do know about it is a lot of murder happens in this one. <laughs> Spoilers. I was going to say, well, the tags are mystery, dementia, horror, psychological, and supernatural. Okay. There's more. Oh, thriller. Okay. <laughs> thriller is like, what does that even mean anymore? Like, that's I think such a... thriller is like it's not like a horror like it's not necessarily horror as in like monsters or like just making you kind of grossed out it's just kind of suspenseful so the difference between thriller and horror is that thriller is a lot more like suspenseful um well horror is a lot more in your face about it if that makes sense maybe okay and last up on our list is Yashihime. The daughters of Seshomaru and Inuyasha set out on a journey transcending time. In feudal Japan, half-demon twins Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire. While desperately searching for a younger sister, Toa wanders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her into present-day Japan, where she's found and raised by Kagome Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, that tunnel that connects the two heirs has reopened, allowing Toa to be reunited with Satsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Toa's shock, Satsuna appears to have lost all memories of her older sister. Um, Junbei Moruha, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kogami, the three young women travel between the two heirs on an adventure to regain their missing past. It's Inuyasha. Um, yeah, sequel. which I'd never seen. Same. Like, I, I've wanted to, I just never have. Isn't that one? How long is that one? Isn't it really long? But yeah, we don't have much to say about it because we haven't seen it. We've never seen. That's uh... 167 episodes. That's Damn. not that bad. Yes, it is, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not so bad, then why don't we watch it for an OVA? Because our OVAs are roughly 20 something. Exactly. And and sometimes we, we come down to the wire with that. That does not... I am not saying I'm going to watch these all in one week. I am saying that for a series, it's not... There's a lot more longer-running series. That doesn't mean that this isn't bad, though. <laughs> or, like, it's not long. Like, just because it's not the longest doesn't mean it's not long. I don't... Yeah. I mean, there... Am I supposed to know who Kagome is? <laughs> Probably. Well, yeah, probably. Oh, Kohaku is the one I was thinking of. Because, like, that name comes up once in this thing. So I'm worried this is going to be a little too much reliant on background knowledge with the source material. Okay, so I think Kagome is the main character. I feel like the way it's set up is the first episode might have a lot of cameos from characters, but it's not going to be like, Hey, remember this character and everything they did in the last season? This, this is now what they're doing. Like they're now a big part of this and you need to know what happened last time. Well, one can hope at least, but I mean, there's no guarantee that we'll watch it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So that's all 30 of our resumes wrapped up. And the first step in this process is for us, each of us, to pick one choice of our own to uh, to call ours. Uh, Chris, would you like to go first? I think we go reverse order of how the last season went. What was last season? Psycho uh, first. Andrew, yeah. Okay. Andrew always goes first. Um. Yeah. And I will say, um, Chris beat John because Chris got one vote for best show and John got zero, right? Sure. Works, right? <laughs> um, so I'm going to choose Akudama Drive. Okay. So that is the... Um, Kanto Japan and Kansai. Split, yep. Yeah, Japan got split and now half of it's ruled by criminals. All right. That means I get to go next. I am going to pick Die's Great Adventure because I like Dragon Quest. <laughs> I am going to pick uh, The Day I Became God just because... It sounds nice. Yeah. Looks like it'll... It's either going to be a... Or I think it's go, going to be like a sweet just... Or bittersweet just stuff. Yeah. So the other, are we gonna put all twenty-seven on the poll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The other twenty-seven anime uh, that we talked about today will be going on a poll uh, on our Twitter page. So if you want to vote on what we will watch this season, uh, please go ahead and uh, <clears throat> follow us on Twitter at Wappercast, where we will put up the poll, uh, and you you can decide our fate this season. You can decide what we'll be watching. Please be nice. Please be nice. Don't be nice. Oh, God. Chris. Yeah. You know, I want to watch some real trash this season. <laughs> yeah, this Friday, we will be... Uh, this Friday, October 9th, will be our uh, Violet Evergarden OVA. So look forward to that. And then, I know I am. Uh, our next episode will come out... October 14th and that will be the first episode with all of our picks or with everything that's chosen for the season look forward to it that's all I think that's all we got for you this week be sure you go vote in that poll again that's at Wappercast is our Twitter uh, I have been John your Android CEO of Weebs I've been Chris your human CEO of Tea Parties and I've been Angie, your CEO, sabotaging certain parts of the ceiling so that they collapse at the most opportune time. Beat boop ravioli. <laughs> <laughs>